Hey there, are you a happiness seeker? Have you survived trauma and pain? And are you ready to heal and transform? Then stay tuned. You are listening to the Open to Happiness podcast, and I am your host, Nicoleta. After we explored what you're made of with the help of epigenetics, and we've explored where you're coming from, which is this universe about the earth, the nature, and what is your relationship with them, with the help of the old and the new physics. And let's now explore how the history of humanity shaped you with the help of anthropology. And I will keep it as simple as possible. We've seen already that humans appeared on Earth two and a half million years ago and that Homo sapiens emerged about 200,000 years ago. Can you imagine life on Earth two and a half million years ago? Well, our ancestors did not have many of our concerns today. Anthropology portrays the first humans as fully identified with their physical bodies and their basic needs for food, shelter and safety. They lived for two and a half million years almost in the Stone Age. And even the greatest human ever, the Homo sapiens, our species, has needed 130,000 years to develop this ability to use language, to start thinking, to conquer the world and become the only human species on Earth. Religion also points out that God created the world in seven days and implies that Adam and Eve lived around that time too, about 130,000 years ago. Now, whatever path you choose to follow, the scientific, the religious, the agnostic, or something in between, what is clear is that humans have been through an astonishing development in time and their experience lives here within us. After two and a half million years in the prehistoric Stone Age, something changed in human brain, which helped them shift from foragers and hunter-gatherers bands into tribes and eventually into cities and states. But it was only about 5,000 years ago when they got organized in empires, when they started to read and write, and when they started to use money as a currency. Now, you might wonder, why is this relevant to you? I think it is important because the way our ancestors experienced life is in us, in our DNA, in our cells, in our bones, in our muscles, in our flesh. Just think that you inherit 50% of the DNA from your mother and 50% DNA from your father. You have them in you. You are them and you are their life experience to a certain extent. Now, think of your four grandparents from which you've got 25% DNA from each. Then you have 12.5% DNA from each grand-grandparent, 6.25% from great-great-grandparents, and so on. Imagine how many ancestors you have behind and how much pain and suffering, potentially joy and happiness, you have genetically inherited from them. Now, epigenetics tells us that our genes remember clearly our ancestors' inner experience for about 11 generations back. But they also remember many other aspects of their lives for as long as the ancestry goes behind. 
And this is how our genes remember the color of our ancestors' skin, their physiological features, and the various genetic mutations that, that have occurred in time. Our ancestors' experience of life also lives in your evolutionary memory. A study published in the Psychology of Learning and Motivation Journal in 92 found a clear link between evolutionary memory and the modern-day emotional disorders. The researchers suggested that human and non-human primates have a phylogenetically-based predisposition to acquire fears and phobias to certain fear-relevant stimuli that might have posed a threat to their early ancestors. Let's not forget that, in time, the human brain continued to evolve through the past millennia and the brain activity adapted to each era. But let's not forget also that the humanity has always been involved in barbaric wars, in conquering other territories, and in mass killings. The history shows that our evolutionary memory lives in our cultures, in our traditions, in our habits, in our social norms that promote those atrocities. And then their memories are still encoded in our individual memory and in our collective consciousness, which was described so beautifully by Carl Jung. Your ancestors' memories of starvation, fear and loss are still vivid in your evolutionary memory, maybe at an unconscious level right now as you're listening to me. But every time you will feel in danger, you will feel at risk of losing something important to you, or you will feel afraid of not being able to provide for yourself and survive, you will have an abundance of cortisol and adrenaline in your physical body. And you will also have some negative thoughts in your mind and some unpleasant emotions in your soul. And that is all done to the evolutionary memory. It's also important to understand why some of your pain and loneliness and some fears and uncertainty that you sometimes feel inside is not really yours. But it's only a manifestation of a previous experience that was deeply ingrained in your psyche. And then let's differentiate between the evolutionary memory, which is stored in the human evolution and behavior, and the genetic memory, which is stored in our individual DNA, and then the karmic memory, which plays an important role too. The karmic memory now is the memory of your soul and relates to karma which in the modern world we wrongly associate with destiny. But karma actually means, in Sanskrit, action. Karma is the cycle of, of cause and effect and suggests that our actions bring consequences. And in order to break this cycle, we need to change our actions and this way dissolve the karma. The karmic memory appears to be long-standing and it's stemming from our prior lives. It, this implies that the course of your current life is mostly predetermined by your earlier lifetimes and that you are here in this incarnation to finish the work that you left undone in your previous lives. I know this can be hard to digest by some of us. If you would speak to me about these concepts 10 years ago, I would have laughed at you because I was not open enough to this dimension that 
that transcends the physical body and the program mind. I was way too brainwashed by the many courses that I followed in life that looked at human life and, and human experience from the scientific perspective, from a very rigid psychological stance that sees the human manifestation through, through the lenses of the medical world, which is defined by evaluation, diagnosis, and treatment plan. So I followed this a lot for many years, despite the fact that I did not fully believe in it. That's how strong the programming is. And then it took me a long time to liberate myself from this mental programming, to free myself from, from the status quo, and to live and work the way it felt right inside of me, the way it felt that I'm aligned inside. So to help you in this undoing of your domestication, I'll take you a few weeks back when we spoke about uh, how the human mind is formed and how we operate from our memory. And I'd like you to consider the, the numerous longitudinal studies that have been following identical twins for decades and decades, identical twins that were brought up within the same families and educated in the same schools and who eventually developed completely different paths in life. Because their choices and decisions clearly came from behind their program minds and behind their genetic memory. And they could not be evolutionary explained. It is believed that although the body and the mind have been nurtured in the same environment, the souls inhabiting these twins' lives were separate and they continue the work that they have done in their previous lives. It is very interesting to explore the impact of this inherited evolutionary genetic and, and karmic memory at this point in history when humans created this contemporary world where we are now organized in states, where we, we live in a civilized world. And in I don't know how, but no one can explain it, but in less than two centuries, we've moved from pre-industrial revolution to flying into space and to creating artificial worlds and planning to populate Mars. You might wonder what this has got to do with, with your self-discovery, healing and personal growth. But I will share why this is so vital to your life these days. And it's absolutely crucial to your future. We humans tend to be very proud, some of us to the point of arrogance, really, with this artificial intelligence that has replaced the human labor and is now penetrating insidiously every single aspect of our lives. What we fail to consider is that AE could soon become sentient and potentially conscious. As we've just discovered that artificial intelligence is changing and transforming itself through a process called deep learning. And the question is now, if we created artificial intelligence or AE created itself through us, is it us humans that have granted citizenship to the humanoid robot Sophie in 2017? Well, it was Sophie doing this through us. It is us humans that have in the production now hundreds of thousands of, of grace, the nurse humanoid robot that has been already ordered in tens of thousands by the Afrian governments around the world, where it is the AE brainwashing us that we need them. I mean, some specialists in the IT and the programming world are very worried that robots might evolve 
to replace us and take over the human beings completely. So our future, my future, your future, the future of the humanity might depend on the answer to this question. Today, we are all here in the 21st century. We've conquered the world and we seem to be set to conquer the space around the earth. And, and some of us aspire to conquer the entire universe. This is specific to us humans. From a psychological perspective, I have learned that we all long to feel boundless. We all long to expand. But whilst we are looking into the sky trying to answer the question where we're coming from, our earth is getting neglected. Our earth, which is our home, is getting exploited. You see, our so-called progress has poisoned the earth, has poisoned the soil. There is very little organic matter left. There is very little good soil for our food at the surface now. So our foods are becoming artificial. Then we polluted the air and we, we polluted the waters as well. Now, all waters on Earth are apparently full of forever chemicals. The future from this perspective does not really look bright for humans. It does not really make a difference for the artificial intelligence and the humanoid robots that are now produced in millions in, in secret factories around the world. But they will become a reality very soon and they might indeed be at risk of taking control of the world. And if this risk is real, then in the great scheme of things, our problems and issues, which are most time ego-related, become pointless and even ridiculous. So the question is now, are we doomed? No, we're not. And I'll explain this very simply and bring back the conversation and the exploration into the therapeutic space. You are the product of your past and your DNA is influenced by the outer and inner environment. But never forget that your DNA is also influencing your inner and outer environment, which means that irrespective of the past lived memory, evolutionary, genetic and karmic memory, you are 100% in charge of your inner life. So you can create your present and you can remain invested in understanding your existence and of course in creating your future to benefit yourself, to benefit the humanity, to benefit the earth, the nature and why not the entire universe. Now, towards the end, Let's bring this theory in practice and see how you can implement this in your life. To understand the impact of the human history on your life and how your ancestry continues to live through you, you need to find out how your ancestors experienced life. Have they been hurt? Have they suffered? Have they starved? What were their fears? What were their worries? Were they happy? Were they sad? How did they embrace and celebrate life and death? What were their ceremonies? Were they attached to the other, to their bands, to their tribes, and more recently to their families? Because that experience is remembered by your DNA, by your culture, and by your soul. And the memories of these ancestors are part of your essence. You might wonder how to put together all of this information. Well, you need to find out as much as you can from your parents, from your grandparents, any living relatives. Just listen to their story. You are at the point where you are starting to properly explore your life script. You know, that ancestry that has been assigned to you before you were born 
which is related to the time you come in, to the placing on earth, to the location, the family that's been given to you or you chose yourself, who knows. And then the body that you're inhabiting right now. And then, of course, the specific lived experiences that come with this life experience. You can explore your life script through two different channels. Firstly, what you can do is to do a family tree on a large piece of paper and maybe record there all your relatives that you find out about and ask everyone in your family what they remember, who they remember of. When you've exhausted all of these resources and you found everything you can, and by the way, keep it open, leave it there because you may add information as you go along, you will then be able to do your ancestry DNA testing to see whereabout your ancestors come from. That might reveal some very important information that you have never considered before. And with the help of history and anthropology, when you find out where your people come, then you're going to understand a bit more about who shaped you into who you are today and what might be underneath some of your manifestations that are unfolding in you and that you don't really make sense of. And then as you explore your life script, psychotherapy will help you gradually to make sense of this and your entire life and it will help you tremendously to progress in your journey of self-discovery, healing and personal growth. You have listened to the Opening to Happiness podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, show us your love, share, subscribe or give us a review. Thank you.